Welcome back to the Weekly Driver Podcast. My name is James Rea. I am the editor and publisher of theweeklydriver.com, and I'm an automotive columnist for Bay Area News Group. My co-host and friend is Bruce Aldrich, and today our guest is Baruch Fiegenbaum. Uh, Baruch is the Assistant Director of Transportation Policy for the Reason Foundation. It's a nonprofit organization, and every year for the last 24 years, they take a look at road qualities throughout the United States with a variety of factors uh, and determine the best quality, the least, the worst quality roads in the United States. It's a fascinating survey, and uh, Baruch will tell us uh, how the survey is conducted, what the reasons for it are, who listens to it, who comments on it. And uh, again, the 24th survey, he's been involved for eight years. He writes the program, and uh, we'll, we'll hear from him today. We changed the rankings slightly. Um, we don't measure narrow arterial lanes anymore, and Virginia did poorly in that category. Uh, but those states have come up in large part because they've improved their pavement condition. They've kept a relatively good fatality rate, and their spending is relatively in line. And so they've been able to improve their systems while keeping their spending in line, which is one of the uh, the big improvements we've seen. And there's some states that... Uh, change a lot from year to year. Uh, Delaware, for some reason, there, there seems to be quite a bit of variance from year to year. Uh, there's some other states there as well. Uh, so, but states can make improvement. And in fact, uh, this, this might, be, might be one bit of positive news. California has improved from being absolutely near the bottom to being not quite at the bottom. Um, it might not be the way, but there's there's been a little bit of improvement. That's faint and praise, so, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you, you take what you can get, right? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. um, there, there can be improvement, and their states definitely do move up. Gotcha. Um, in, in another area, and this may be, an in, may be direct, may be indirect, may not be pertinent at all, but with the increase in electric vehicles and the potential for autonomous driving improving, um, maybe in the near future, maybe in the not-so-near future. Will that have any effect on, on your survey? So electric vehicles can have an effect in terms of the revenue. And so a number of states have put in electric vehicle fees basically based on 12,000 or 15,000 or 20,000 miles driven per year. A number, including California, are looking at a mileage-based user fee, which would transition us from the gas tax, which is the main revenue collection mechanism, to a mileage-based user fee. Obviously, at an extreme, if you're not collecting any revenue because there's a high penetration of electric vehicles, that's going to be a problem in terms of maintaining the system. No states are there yet, but states are certainly taking action. Mm-hmm. And Autonomous vehicles, it's, uh, it's a bit of a question mark. I do some work in that, and level what we call level five on the Society of Automotive Engineers, totally autonomous vehicles where you can put your baby in the car and take them somewhere, are still many, many years off. But the shared um, level four vehicles that can be automated on freeways and other, in, in other situations certainly could have an effect. Uh, some people think that the number of vehicle miles traveled are, are going to increase because there'll be less of a penalty if you can work or do other things in your vehicle. 
Uh, and so you could see that affecting congestion, uh, depending on the policies. This could affect the pavement quality if there's a significant increase in, in VMT uh, and maybe not as much of an increase in the revenue that's being paid. Uh, so uh, I, I think we could definitely see some of the trends. They're, they're going to start out small, uh, and, and then we'll see where they go from there. Great. Uh, another area, Brooke, that I was thinking about is um, with your very distinguished name uh, as a way, way of a compliment, what is your background uh, in, in the industry? And eight years is a good experience, but uh, what, what have you done? What have your education and your previous employment, and how did you get involved in this sort of thing? Sure. So uh, my, my background is I have a master's degree from Georgia Tech in transportation planning with a focus in engineering. And uh, when I graduated uh, with my master's degree, the economy wasn't, uh, wasn't great. And I went to work for a member of Congress from Georgia on the Transportation Infrastructure Committee, whose name is Lynn Westmoreland, now retired. And uh, when he rotated off of the Transportation Committee to get on financial services because there were some housing issues in suburban Atlanta that he wanted to deal with, this position with Reason Foundation came open, and I applied, and uh, they, they accepted me. And so uh, I've been here eight-plus years now. It's, it's uh, hard to believe. And so in addition to this report, I do some work on bus transit, automated vehicles, funding and financing in general, as well as some aviation and land use policy. So it's a mix of different transportation work. Great. Who exactly uses your uh, data and your um, information? Politicians, I'm sure, use it, at least if it's something on there they like. Or if their opponent's on there, it's got a terrible uh, ranking in something, they'll point that out as well, I suppose. Right, right. It's, it's a variety of different folks. So obviously politicians are our main source, as well as uh, policy leaders, be they uh, analysts, staffers that work for politicians at various agencies. Uh, state DOTs use us in certain areas, as do metropolitan planning organizations, uh, tolling and turnpike authorities. Uh, we also have some private individuals who are really interested in transportation that might use our reports and other influential types in Washington and the state capitals. So it's, it's really a mix of different folks. How do you get the word out there? How do they know that you exist? Yeah, well, that's a good question. So a report like this, which gets a lot of media publicity, is, sure. is one good one good way to start. Uh, we also serve uh, we serve on some National Academy of Sciences committees, uh, just so other transportation people know uh, that we're there. I mean, we don't just serve on the committees for that reason. We serve on them because we we know things about those particular topics. Uh, we tend to go out in the communities, make presentations. Uh, we have a pretty robust website, and we do some commentaries in newspapers as well as on websites so people can hear about us. So it's it's a mix of different things, both targeted at the public at large and at transportation thought leaders. That's great. Give us your name once again, sir, so I don't mangle it for the third time. <laughs> Sure, Baruch Feigenbaum. Thank you. And you are the Assistant Director of Transportation Policy for the Reason Foundation. And uh, just to let our listeners know, it's a it's a great survey that I received uh, in a press release, oh, maybe, a, I don't know, almost a week ago or so now. And it, it It's available on the website of the Reason Foundation, and it goes into great detail about, I suppose, even as simple as when you're driving down the highway and you... you Maybe there's something that you just don't really like about the section of highway. There's potholes. It's 
uh, there's uh, cross traffic or whatever the situation may be in the quality of the roads, positive or negative, um, this organization um, takes it to itself, takes it upon itself to to monitor all these things and and to categorize the states. It's a really interesting survey. And I, I was unaware of it. I mean, I apologize, but now I'm aware of it. And I, I think it's just a great survey. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. And yeah, folks can feel free to go to our website, reason.org, uh, click on the transportation tab, and we've got this report as well as a number of other interesting resources that folks can take a look at. Baruch, thank very you very good. much. Thank you very much for your time this morning, and uh, hold the line just for a minute if you would. So thank you again to our guest on the Weekly Driver Podcast. Uh, please visit my website, uh, www.theweeklydriver.com, and please visit reason.org and look at all of its great uh, research and material that it has on the website. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks.